Is it on? Welcome to the Shant Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Welcome into another edition of the Shant Show. We're going to try to do a pregame episode without Curtis. So it's going to be really awkward, probably, with me hosting it. But I'm joined by Jordan and Mario today, and we're going to break down the Jacksonville State game. First of all, we'll go into it. You all know what happened last week. Coastal Carolina lost. Tough one to UCLA. Frustrating. One that you're going to want to get back. But like Jordan said on Twitter, or on X, my bad, we got to move on. It's Jacksonville State week, and we play them Saturday night, first home opener, um, 7 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. So I'll kick it off to Jordan first. What are your initial opinions about this Jacksonville State team? And then start with how do you think Coastal is kind of approaching this week and going to come out and play taking off the loss? Yeah, I mean, based on what I've seen, I mean, they've had two really different teams that they've played. They've had one game where they've scored almost 50 points against East Tennessee State. And then they had another game against UTEP where they only scored 17 points. So I think that this offense can be particularly sneaky at times. I don't think that we should take this team lightly. Um, I feel like our guys are way motivated to try to get this win based off of last week, um, not getting the job done in, at UCLA. But it's good to come back home. It's good to be back in front of our home fans. This is not a team that we should uh, take any any breaks on at all. I think that we need to try to be – as quick and physical and just try to run up as many points as we can on these guys as possible. Jacksonville State's no slouch. They definitely are capable of upsetting. They beat Florida State a couple years back at Florida State. So you can't take these Gamecocks lightly. I think that we have to go in here and take care of business early. And if we can do that, we'll be one and one going into next week. Yeah, absolutely. Jordan basically hit it on the head. The one common denominator about this team is their defense. They do have a really good defense and we can say what we want. You know, we can say they only played East Tennessee, but look, when you beat a team 49 to three, you better pay attention to them. It doesn't matter who that team is, because let's be honest, Alabama could play some FCS team and beat them 49 to three. And we'd be talking about how dominant they really are. So we really got to give this team a lot of attention. Defensively, he's got the guys on Jackson State, they're dogs. Um, and overall, it, it's more of a running team. You know, there's not a lot of passing. I do expect Coastal to come back and get on the win column, you know, especially the home opener. I feel like the energy from our crowd is going to be good. Look, we we trashed y'all a lot last year. It's time for y'all to redeem yourselves. Okay, we need you to come into the stadium. We need you to make some noise. We need you to put some pressure on Jacksonville State. It's just as simple as that. We're not going to say it. We're not going to say anything more, anything less. So I'm expecting us to get back into that win column, have a nice win at home. But again, this Coastal Carolina team, they should be A, motivated to get their first win of the season after suffering an embarrassing loss to UCLA on primetime TV. And they should be motivated to beat a team like Jackson State, whose defense is incredible and whose offense is capable of putting up 40, 50 points on a team any given night. Yeah, I, I think that's a good point where you were talking about if Alabama beat East Tennessee State by the same score, people would kind of take it as, okay, good, Alabama's doing what they're supposed to do. It's hard to win, first of all, against a Division One team. And then it's hard to beat a team that badly. So, yeah, I do think we have to um, 
really lock in and we can't take them lightly. I'm looking at the last five on um, ESPN has the last five showing. And guess what the last five for Jacksonville state are all W's all W's. So we can't say the same thing about us. I'm looking at ours. We have not won a game and I know the off season, whatever, but take it for what it is. We have not got back in the wing column since November 12th of last year. It's coming up on about 10 months since we last won a football game. So we need to get back in the win column. That will feel really good. And we got to take care of business. Cannot take this team lightly. It looks like they run the ball a lot. Like you said, the passing is not really there. They've they've gone with two different quarterbacks so far. So I'm not really sure what they're going to have, but it's certainly nothing compared to Ethan Garbers and Dante Moore at all. Nothing in compared to that regard. So just looking at their offense, Mario, who are some guys that stand out that, that we need to highlight and, and maybe that you expect to be big factors in this game? Yeah, first guy I'm looking at is Malik Jackson. Last game, I think he had an incredible game. This year, he's 25 rushes, 176 yards, and two TDs. Overall, I think their rushing is definitely going to be the biggest factor on this offense. But Malik Jackson, he he's that type of running back that's capable of just finding that hole and then bursting out and getting a nice 30-yard gain, which could be a potential worry for Coastal Carolina's defense, especially if he just finds that gap and goes and we can't make those tackles. And with Coastal Carolina, with it being, I'm going to be honest, the only sure guy to me that looks like he could have an impact is probably uh, Isbell on our team. You know, he, that's the only guy who really had a dominant game against UCLA and proved he can go up against a true Division One team. We have good guys on this team like Shane Bruce, uh, JT Killen, but mm, that whole defense in itself hasn't really proven that there could be another guy to really step up. And so to me, Malik Jackson is going to be a big factor in this game for Jacksonville State. And if he gets those bursts, like we know he can, if he could pick that pocket, pick that hole and go, it could be a long night for that defense. Yeah, Jordan, kind of the same question. One thing I did hear this week is that Jacksonville State likes to go fast. They run they run more of an up-tempo offense, which we did prepare for with UCLA as well. But they get the ball to the refs almost immediately, and then they go line up. Like They do the little things to go get the ball and get more plays off quicker. So just kind of what are you expecting out of Jacksonville State as they try to attack what we saw from Coastal Carolina's defense last week? Well, Mario brought it up. I mean, they, they're going to run the ball, and you're not going to see much passing from this team. But at times when they do pass, I think that our defensive line has proven in week one against UCLA that we can definitely get to the quarterback. And, you know, um, Isbell, you know, with the three picks last week, you're looking for him to try to make that more of a habit. I don't think – I mean, three picks is hard in the college game as well. But we're trying to see what he can do, you know, making tackles. Another good thing this defense did last week was they wrapped up pretty well. Wasn't too many broken tackles. Um, We made first initial hits, and that's a good thing to see from a defense. So – Defensive line was getting to the quarterback. We were, we were making our tackles, and Isbell had three picks. So, I mean, if we can try to mimic that, I know it's hard, but if we can try to get at least one or two interceptions, and it doesn't have to be by Isbell at all. It could be by anybody else that's on our um, safeties or corners. But if anybody can step up and make a play, then I think that it's going to uh, make it hard for Jacksonville State to try to even get some points up on the board. Uh, but we've proven that, yeah, this defense – it's definitely more revamped than last year. I mean, holding UCLA to under 30 points, that's that's big. 
you kind of wish that we were on the winning side of that. But I think that we can if we can just stop the run. Run defense was pretty okay. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the best, but it was better than what we've seen in the past three years. So I say the run defense has, has gotten better. So if our our defense can play anything close to what we did um, last week, being physical, getting to the quarterback, making these tackles, not um, having any broken tackles, I think that we'll 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 shut their offense down uh, pretty substantially. Yeah, and then we're going to move on to um, the offensive side of the ball for Coastal versus um, the defensive side for Jacksonville State. This is a Jacksonville State team that in the last five games has not given up more than 17 points in any given game. They're stout. They haven't played any. They've only played one FBS team in that last five, but still, we talked about it earlier. It's hard to hold teams to that few points. They have a okay run defense I don't think it's that good compared to the teams that they've played so far and their passing defense looks really good on paper but I think that Coastal Carolina has weapons in the passing offense that they've never seen in in terms of the passing offense what are you looking for from Coastal Carolina to get back on track because we had we were going well in that third quarter and then fourth quarter turn the ball over two three times what are you looking for Jordan I'll start with you on Coastal Carolina's passing offense and, and the running backs too, because they were slow as well, just getting back on track against this Jacksonville State team and moving the ball and pounding the rock. Well, it's no secret. I mean, it's the offensive line. The offensive line has got to play a lot better than it did against UCLA. I mean, my guy, Grace McCall took so many hits. I mean, it's like, it was like, damn, how much more can punishment can this guy take? But shout out to Grayson for the toughness that he showed. But the offensive line has got to play a whole lot better a whole lot better than it did against UCLA. We have to try to give Grace enough time to make the throws that he can make. And we also have to make the holes big enough for the offense, for the uh, running backs to get in there. I mean, Braden Bennett, CJ Beasley, uh, Reese White, those guys really couldn't get going against uh, UCLA last week. So, you know, definitely the offensive line. If I feel if the offensive line can play way better than it did last week, I think that we'll, we'll definitely put up way more points than we did against UCLA that but that's got to be the number one thing because when when you got an offensive line that can block for their quarterback and running backs the big plays start to happen then so I think that that's got to be the one key factor that has to that we have to look at on our offensive side of the ball going into Jacksonville State yeah what are your thoughts on that Mario as well so basically for me Again, Sam Pickney was the one key factor in that game offensively that was very consistent. Jared Brown had his moments, but me personally, I want to see more from the tight ends. You know, you don't need a a history maker like Isaiah Likely to get your tight ends involved. I'm sorry, but you don't need that, okay? What you do need to do is get your tight ends involved and have more offensive weapons to take over the game. When Kendall Carr was getting the ball, he was making a lot of opportunities out of it, and I feel like we didn't give him the ball enough. Obviously, Jared Brown is another key factor. I believe he'll he'll get back into it very, very slowly. I believe it's going to take some time for this team to find its true identity. I believe they will find it. But I do believe the first thing to do, Jordan mentioned the offensive line. That's definitely a key. And I think the other key, too, is the tight ends. you got to have good tight ends. you got to have good, reliable options that are able to make plays with the ball. You can't just rely on your wide receivers. You can't just rely on your running backs to have a 100-yard game. You can't do that. You need to rely on your tight ends. And they don't got to be Isaiah Likely's. They don't got to break records at Coastal Carolina University or college records in general. They just got to be good enough to get to get involved into the game and to draw some attention on the defense. So I would love to see more from Kendall Carr. It, it is Kendall Carr. It is Matt Alamo as well. Those are the two guys, number 87. He was running him out there a lot. And he got targeted like four times, 
only came down with two catches, but he really missed some opportunities to get some plays as well. I think Kendall Carr looked pretty solid in that game, but I would, I, I definitely would like to see him capitalize more. And then Mobley barely, you barely even noticed Mobley even playing in that game. Um, You saw more from Jamison Tucker and Kyrie Duplessis who are former walk-ons in the slot, both earn scholarships now, but those guys both had big catches to get us more so than, than Mobley and even Brown really. So I think I'm looking for, yeah, a lot more of Jared Brown. Sam Pickney's going to eat regardless. He said it when we interviewed him. You can't double all of us. And UCLA didn't double him. They just went one-on-one, and he won over and over and over and over again. So I'm looking for for Grayson to be cleaner. Those guys really got to get open more. And, and like Jordan said, that comes with more offensive line play. Now we're going to move into kind of like the predictions segment. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. The first one we do is the stat that matters. So I'm going to start with Mario. What is the stat that Coastal Carolina needs to do to get the win? If they, if any, it could be individual, it could be team. If they hit it, you guarantee that Coastal Carolina wins. And don't make it too egregious. I won't. I think if you can hold them to, I say at most, at most, it would be great if you can do it under. At most two rushing touchdowns, you win this game. Because then you got to rely, then they got to rely on passing that ball. I don't think they're going to have that much success in the air. Smothers, maybe. Smothers might have like a little bit of success, but I don't see him like, I don't see him doing anything crazy. Hopefully, I didn't jinx that, but I think if you can hold them to under two rushing touchdowns and the Grayson McCall comes out that we know he can, that we know who Grayson McCall is these last four years, if that Grayson McCall comes, then I think Coastal can win by a substantial amount and end up giving the Coastal fans a memory to remember for the season. Jordan. Uh, Grayson McCall has to throw for three touchdowns. I think of Grayson, because look, two interception game, we all know that's not like Grayson. We not the type of player that he is. And I think, in, in all honesty, I think that might have been his first type interception game of his career. It's kind of – I think you're remember, right, yeah. I don't, I don't ever remember him having a multi-interception game at Coastal. So, he definitely is going to bounce back. I think that he's going to be well more, well more comfortable in the pocket this week. I think the offensive line has probably had a good week of practice. And I think that he's going to have at least three touchdowns. But I think that if he has three touchdowns, at least three, we'll definitely get this win. Yeah, and, and I think that would be good for him to get back in rhythm too. I'm going to go kind of in the same regard. I got two, but, I mean, in a way they're related. So I think we got to get Jared Brown 80 all-purpose yards, regardless of how we do it. We got to get him cooking. We got to get him the ball, let him – Against a team like this, he can probably get the ball and, and run off 20, 30 yard play. So I think we got to get Jared Brown 80 plus yards in this game just to get him going before we get into conference play. And then I think three touchdowns in the red zone, like three touchdowns from drives that are in the red zone. I think we've, our red zone offense was terrible last week. It's something we really struggled in, and it's something that we fix that. We probably win the game, to be all honest. Um, so I, I think the red zone, and if it doesn't happen to where we don't get three chances in the red zone, but if we get three chances in the red zone this year, this week, I don't want to see any 25 yard field goal attempts. I want to see punching it in every single time using all four downs if we need to. Cause especially like say we're up 14 points. I know like if, if it's early in the game, work on your stuff, we got to get clean. 
We missed out on any opportunity. Last week was just a scrap. We were just trying to hang on to win. Now against a, a lesser opponent, granted a good opponent that's good and is 2-0 for a reason, we really got to clean this stuff up because the season comes at you quick and it doesn't get any easier from this point out. So, yeah, I think three red zone drive touchdowns is going to be my stat. Now we're going to move into the the regular predictions, all of that kind of stuff. And let's let's be honest, Coastal Carolina opens up. 13-point favorites, which is about opposite from last week. So we're 13-point favorites, and the over-under is 60 and a half. So, Mario, you first. Does Coastal, What's your score prediction? And then kind of off that, whether or not Coastal Carolina covers and whether it's going to go over or under. As far as the uh, total points, I think they go under. I don't think they hit 60 and a half combined. I got the score being 35-21 Coastal. If everything goes right, if we see the same Jackson, uh, Jacksonville State team, if we see that same team, I got 35-21. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. I think maybe towards the end we'll start picking up some steam or we'll have like a big lead and it'll slowly start cutting down. I think they barely beat the uh, the 13-point favorites by like one point. So I do think as far as betting, it's going to be a very, very tight game. But I think 35-21 is pretty fair. I think this Jackson, I think this Jacksonville State team is definitely something is definitely something to watch out for. I think they are a very good team. And the one thing we can do is treat them like we treated Gardner Webb last year. If I see that again, I'm gonna be pretty pissed. And you're gonna hear me talk on this podcast about it. We've got to treat this team like they are the number one team in the country. We have to beat them. We gotta be on every single play. But I think 35-21 is a fair score. I think Coastal Carolina comes out with the win and we get our first win of the season. I agree. Um, Jordan, what do you got? I'm going to say Oprah. Ah, uh, you know me. I like to go for the big points. I'm going to say Coastal Jordan Carolina. Betting unders. <laughs> I'm going to say Coastal Carolina. I'm going to say 42-24. Coastal gets the win. They get back on track. Guys, I'm sorry, but based off the, the face and the look that Sam Pinckney the third was making in that press conference, because me and Josh were in that press conference, he was pissed, and I see him having a big game on Saturday night, and I think that Jared Brown, like you said, Josh, he has a big game. I think you're going to see a lot of explosion from this team, especially from the offense. So I think the offense is going to put up the points, and I think that the defense is going to continue to do what they did last week, and they're going to hold their opponent again to under 30 points. So give me 42-24. Give me the shots. We've seen, I've gotten the chance to hear, like you said, we were at that press conference, and now I've gotten the chance to hear Coach Beck a couple more times since then as well. They're just pissed. They're frustrated with how it came out in the Rose Bowl. They know they miss an opportunity. So in that regard, I I think that that means they're not looking past this game because all they've been talking about is we got to get right for Saturday, got to get right for Saturday. And I think they will. Like you said, Sam Pickney was only focused on Saturday. We got to get it right. We got to get back in the win column. And I don't think they look past this Jacksonville State team, but I do think that they start a little slow because we didn't get a chance to get anything moving last week. We had one touchdown drive, and it was segmented by two chunk plays. So I I think we start slow, and then we find it. I like the under as well, but I am going to go – I'm going to go 35-17 Coastal Carolina. I like Coastal to cover. I think we start out a little slow. Maybe it's seven nothing at the beginning, or or we go into the second halftime up fourteen to three or something. 
but yeah, I, I think we pick it up and I think we finish the job and I think we start to get the offense clicking and I expect the defense to do even better than they did last week against UCLA against, let's be honest, a lesser opponent, but still a good opponent. And with that, I think we wrap it up. Thank you guys. Follow us on X at the Sean show. Follow us on Instagram at Sean show. We have merch links as well posted in bios on both support us buy the merch, help us fund more trips like Cali, the ball game, et cetera. So let's get right. Let's get back in the win column. Stay humble and Sean's up.